Thank you for tuning in to the Process Pro Radio Show. I am your host, New Epps, author, entrepreneur, and small business coach. It has been about two or three weeks since our last broadcast, and it was just time for me to take a hiatus and just really process all of the gems and jewels that have been dropped on the previous segments. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for your support. I hope that you continue to listen, whether you're listening on Apple iTunes or any of the podcast players, hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any new episodes. And if you're just tuning in on newepps.com or on the direct website via Anchor, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and support. But we are going to get to this evening's broadcast. Today is May 15, 2018, and it has been insane in my neck of the woods. I know you see author and entrepreneur, but long before I started talking on the podcast, doing the blogs, and really, really sharing some information for free, I am and have been a entrepreneur for a very long time, not as much as maybe some of our seasoned pros that are listening to us, but I am just now celebrating uh, 13 years. And actually, July 5th, we will be um, officially 13... that was that that's our business birthday if you will so I'm just excited and in just gearing up to hit another milestone it's important for me to kind of just take inventory of what I've been doing what worked what hadn't in my um, one-stop event solutions uh, organization and if you have ever met an event planner or know anyone who is in production and entertainment you know that the summer is crazy people are excited about the warm months people are still getting those income taxes, their kids are out of school, they're ready to vacate and just enjoy themselves. So while it's lucrative, it's a daunting time as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur who's trying to balance it all. But I think it's important for me to share these tidbits because there aren't a lot of free quality resources out there, not without a gimmick. So yes, while I do have an event planning company uh, that's been going for quite some time, I do coach and mentor small businesses, but this outlet and this podcast gives me an opportunity to really process all the lessons that I've learned to help someone. And I'm just asking for your retweet, your post, or your invitation to get your friends on board. And if you want to call in and talk and be a part of the broadcast, absolutely do that by downloading the Anchor app and searching for the Process Per Radio. You can call in, you can challenge some of my concepts, you can share tips, stories, words of encouragement. We need all of that because entrepreneurship is hard, but it doesn't have to be. And I am introducing this broadcast segment as business budgeting the sunken place. So unless you are in Amish country and you're not in the U.S. and you did not hear anything about Jordan Peele's movie Get Out, which by the way won him an amazing award this year, that is where I am borrowing the term sunken place because the sunken place in the movie represented a space within the universe 
that felt as though you are having an out-of-body experience. Experience. It felt or feels as though you see what's going on, you want to fix it and change it, but you're paralyzed. You don't know how you got there. You don't know who can get you out, and you don't know whether you're doomed or if there's hope, and you're literally just stuck. And when I was just kind of planning my content out for when I would do another podcast or do another radio segment, I felt like this was the time. I felt like before you get to this halfway mark in May or halfway through the year, or if you're doing your quarterly taxes or you just paid your taxes or you filed an extension, this is the time where you still have time to adjust. And so if you are struggling or even oblivious to your your uh, proximity in the sunken place, then this podcast is for you. So get a pen, call your friends, turn up the volume, scream at Alexa to take notes for you, whatever you need to do, because after this brief break and interlude, I will be back to talk about business, the sunken place, your finances, and all the things that you may not be aware of and or aware of, but paralyzed to change. So stay tuned. You're listening to New Eps, The Process Pro, and we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Process Pro Radio Show. I'm your host, New Epps, author, entrepreneur, and small business coach. And we are jumping into business budgeting, the sunken place. So think of a sunken place or what your definition of a sunken place would be. And I wonder if you want to call in and want to tell me what comes to mind, right? Um, I'm certain when you do think about it that or I don't have a doubt that budgets and money reports and reconciliations for your business are not even close to the top of that list. However, I will say, and I'd be willing to bet money that for most people, now I'm speaking for myself back in the day, I'm speaking for the number of people I work with, I'm speaking for the people who voice their own stories when I attend professional business meetings and networking empowerment events for small business owners, and Almost nearly most of them will say at some point in the conversation that they hate budgets and bookkeeping and keeping up with the numbers or they'll say things like, well, I don't have time to keep up with it. And underneath, it appears to be like a fear, either fear of not keeping up with it, a fear of not having the time to maintain it, a fear of pointing out or doing the calculations um, Incorrectly, that could ultimately result in, say, um, accounting or or uh, penalties if you are, say, an S corp or an LLC or a nonprofit. So the numbers matter, right? But not knowing and not doing anything with that can hinder you from really, really, I guess, say, becoming good friends with your books and taking control over your business. You know, we're willing to sit and spend more time researching people before we accept their friend request on Facebook or on social media than we would spending time with our business finances. And for solopreneurs, uh, small businesses, yes, you know, businesses with, say, less than 10 people uh, or entrepreneurs who are attached to a number of income streams. But for solopreneurs who are the one and end all be all business operation, they don't have an accounting department and they barely have enough time to eat or sleep. So to dig into some numbers, is just usually not on the top of the list, right? So 
this podcast today is going to kind of get your mind churning and get you more comfortable uh, and kind of make you think, be more attracted to your to, to your finances. And I was going to say your budget can be sexy, but some of you would disagree, but let's go with it. So if I told you <laughs> that your budgets can be sexy and by that I mean you don't have to worry about the agony every month. It's like a sweet romance. You know what's on the table. You know what you have to splurge here and there to buy new things, to pay all your bills, to pay your staff, get your payroll going. If you are an entrepreneur right now, that's like foreplay. Like I totally got you hot and bothered because that's what we strive for, right? <laughs> So instead of like always worrying about like, wow, do I have enough money? Can I make this investment? I need to hunt this customer down and get a deposit to make sure that we're in the clear. There's so many things that we think about um, more so on the kind of reactionary side, but not so much on the proactive side about all the things that we can do for our business. Um, The things that will bring joy to us. And if you haven't listened to any of the other segments where I talk about uh, charging your worth and how to raise your your prices and how to know when when you're not charging enough. All that stuff is previously before us. But for this segment, we're talking about the sunken place. So I know the sunken place. You really can't get out of it yourself. And if you saw the movie Get Out, it took uh, willpower. It took a friend to rescue them. It took kind of like an evaluation and like a gathering of thoughts and cues to kind of figure out, oh, crap, you know, I'm in the sunken place. Um, And sometimes something has to happen to where you totally just have to get broke out of it. And I'm hoping this podcast episode will do that because I don't want anybody who is in business or thinking about business always concerned with if your company is making money. And when I say concerned, I mean that intently because if you know where you are, you don't have to worry about it. If you, if you project and budget for your expenses, you don't have to worry about if you have enough to cover your expenses. Get, you get my drift, right? So in this, you know, segment, let's be the boss. Like we take control of everything else. We take control of when people come to work, you know, which vendors we work with, what products we create, the hours that we want to work. Well, some of us, some of us are still struggling, but let's just assume, you know, we're past that point. Now it's time to take control of your finances. And I'm so strong and and I'm such an advocate for this because knowing where you are with your money, it opens doors to bigger and better things in life. You know, when you know what you've contributed into your business, it's easy to demonstrate that to an investor or a potential partner or someone who's willing to uh, support your business. Or when you know what you don't have enough for, it's easy for someone to, to, to track the numbers and see how you can improve. And even if it's not someone reaching out to you to give you per se money, they may be able to give you resources that yield you more money, or they may be able to refer you to uh, systems and programs that, that, that run and operate your business at a cheaper rate so that you can, you know, you get what I'm doing, you know, so let's just stay along for the ride. We are talking the sunken place, right? So now that I've kind of pointed out where I'm coming from and how we get there, just pretty much, you know, not thinking about it or not thinking it's a big priority. We have to change this mindset that I hate to say it is some somewhat of like a financial denial. Um, 
And let me give an example. Y'all know I have to always, I'm a visual thinker. I'm a creative. So I have to have something to connect it to. So if you have, let's say a little kid, whether it's yours or someone you babysat, we all laugh at the idea. Like if they go, okay, you know, or peekaboo, that's what I'm thinking. Peekaboo. So people cover their eyes and the baby covers their eyes or a toddler covers their eyes. And it's just like, okay, I can't see you. You disappear. Right. And then they open their eyes and it's like, oh, I'm here again. Like I teleported somewhere else in those 30 seconds and now I'm back. Right. (laughs) They're just like in awe of the fact that when they close their eyes, you disappeared. But in real life, and I remember taking this uh, basic, basic psychology class in college, but they they call that uh, object permanence. Okay. Yeah, I went deep on you. Usually I keep it real bubbly and superficial and it's okay, but we're evolving. And when we're talking money, we have to be serious. So in psychology, object permanence. Okay. And that idea, um, defines kind of like this, this false reality of like the toddler, or the kid, not really understanding that even though they like cover their eyes and said peekaboo, the world around them didn't go anywhere. Like everything still existed, even though they couldn't see it. But in some instances, we are like children in our budgeting, in our financings, because we, we, we try not to think about the finance. We try not to understand where we are fully. You know, we know if we're in the negative or not. <laughs> we know if a check is going to bounce or not. We know if we can pay that building rent or not. You get what I'm saying. Um, but if you don't print out, you know, your reports or have an accounting system or look even at your bank statements. Nowadays, everybody goes paperless. But when you go paperless, you're not checking it. Okay, or everybody's using the cash app or getting their money through Instagram and Twitter or uh, a text message or a quick tap and 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 Venmo and anything you can tell a girl can get her coin because I can run them down. But I digress. But at the end of the day, you really need to see that financial statement. You need to dump that all in one place because you have to know if you're making money or not, or if you're losing, because if you're maintaining and doing something full speed and investing more money than coming in, you need to hold that horse or you won't last long. And if you don't last forever, you definitely are going to cut the, 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 the time that you're able to exist by being unaware and in that sunken place. I know I'm taking you, I'm taking you like real far, but this is for, I mean, this is for grown people. This is for like, look, I need to live off of my craft. And if my direct deposit or my job, it's not hitting, you need to be able to sustain. You need to know what it's going to take. You need to know what your expenses produce. You need to know what your car note will be and how many gigs or how many clients or how many t-shirts or how many books you need to sell to maintain that. So, you know, yeah, I do think there is a bit of a denial mindset and that object permanence. When you cover your eyes, it goes away. It doesn't. All right. Um, And just because you may not be covering your eyes, we can all admit that at some point and even if we check it every now and then that we, we fall off and we become clueless about the true state of affairs. So let's just be honest. It's just me and you, you know, you can talk back on the radio station if you want to, or you can just, mm-hmm and say, okay, girl, while you're at home, cleaning up, listening to the podcast or driving to work in traffic. It's fine. It's me and you just, just, let's just do it. Let's just do it. All right. But being honest and admitting that that's where we are, it's not going to for real, for real, produce that six-figure milestone. 
And for you, mine is the six-figure milestone. I've made it, but I didn't keep it. I made it, and the first time I made it, I didn't even know I'd made six figures because I didn't keep up with it. I do believe if had I had a better grip on my finances and I saw that that much money was coming through my hands, I kind of would have been like, hold the phone. We need to slow up that cash flow going back out because it took me a minute to get that kind of cheese in here, right? But I didn't do that. I didn't. I never realized how much money I was making until it was time to do my taxes. And that's a problem. So when you don't know how much you're making or when you don't know how close you are to the mark, that will make your business stagnant. And it could potentially kind of repel new clients away because, you know, you're stressed or you're short or, you know, you're texting and emailing them their their invoices and estimates that three, four in the morning when you're up cranking out the numbers. And you all know most people get their phones and, and or their emails attached to their phone and your text messages. So all night you're beeping and, and going trying to produce and receive a new client, but it could come off as desperate or in need of money. So be careful about being in denial and not knowing where you are, okay? So I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot and it's okay. I talked about, you know, not being friends with your money. Woo, woo, woo. That's okay. But we are going to become BFFs, okay? Best funds forever or business funds on fleek, whatever. BFF. All right, we're going to clone that. So if you got ideas, go ahead and call into the station and let me know. Um, So... Yeah, we're going to talk some steps to, 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 to make you become friends with your money and learn all of the things and opportunities that you can afford, you know, once you get real with how much you want to make, how much you're willing to invest, what you need to live, all of that stuff. So, I mean, there's no time like the present. Let's just go ahead and tackle the denial program. Let's face the money conversation. Just take your head on, you know, look at the business statement. Like right now, while you're listening, just go ahead, pull up that app on your phone. Go ahead, pull up the iPad, whatever it is. If it's, if you're keeping accounting on your PayPal, look at it. Okay. And then, you know, I'll share my favorite thing, some positive affirmations about your business and how you feel running it. Once you look at those numbers and get that picture, once you look at that number, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. You're either going to say, okay, I'm on the right track. Okay, I got coins coming in. If you're doing this part-time and this is like your side gig, you can say, wow, I really am close to being able to support myself or my family or my kids or my dreams or my goals or whatever with my craft. That's a great feeling. And you talk about a kick in the ass uh, to get you moving. When you see something going great, it like it fuels you on the inside to work harder. At the same time and on the, on the other spectrum of that, if you look at the numbers and you're like, damn, I'm running this business. I'm paying for this website. I'm paying a virtual assistant. I'm paying for uh, space. I'm paying for storage. I'm paying for printing. And I did not even break even the last six months. That's a problem, y'all. We have to fix that. We have to fix that. Okay. So think on that. Meditate on the reasons why, you know, you're in business. Um, Think about the lifestyle you want to lead, you know, the type of vacations you want to take. Journal about if, you know, things about money make you nervous or you're just not good managing it. And let's kind of 
process these things we're talking about today on the process pro radio so we can overcome that change the mindset get out of denial and let's get these coins and keep them so after the break i'll be right back i'm going to talk about you know just some 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 steps to help you you know move forward and get past you know the fear or just the kind of uh, you know, the, the, that, that hiding from, from the fact that, you know, it's a critical part. So this is new Epps process pro you're listening to the process pro radio show. And if you're listening on the later broadcast on the podcast, catch up, subscribe and keep listening. We'll be back after the break. We're back from the break and woo, the last segment was pretty long, but I am sure by now you all may or may not have heard all the buzz about the Cardi B album. And yeah, while the language and the subject matter may not be suitable for all audiences, that song, Best Life, A Chance to Rap Rapper, I mean, it, it, it's quintessential to this podcast. So while we are talking about business budgeting the sunken place, I told you how you got in there. Now I got to tell you how to get out of it. And I have a few steps and they're simple. But I always want this to be an opportunity where if you ride with me, support me, whether or not you are a client, a paying client, a friend, family, hopefully this is something that while free, it's valuable and it's something that you can apply to practice to make some positive changes in your life. And like I tell my clients, if you execute the things that I am giving you and you are successful, I'm able to charge more. So do it for both of us, okay? So if you're going to get out of this sunken place as it relates to business budgeting, even, you know, what? not even just business, because a lot of people listening may not have a business, but it's still applicable because you still have to get out of your financial sunken place in your personal finances. So these tips are applicable to that as well. So if you're just tuning in, catch up. I'm New Epps, author, entrepreneur, small business coach in prime event season, still trying to make sure I impart these nuggets and gems within you. So please keep listening as we jump into the first step. It's the step actually, but you have to get comfortable with money. And I know people think, oh, I'm comfortable with money. You know, I've been paying bills since I was so-and-so, or I've been working since I was 11, or I have a lot of savings. And that's all fine and dandy. I had all of that too, but it's still, I still ended up in the sunken place in the beginning parts of my business. And when I say beginning parts, I don't mean like year one, year two. I mean like year one through seven. And I have an extremely smart husband uh, who manages billions of dollars for companies you know, I was I have a business degree, but I still fell in the sunken place. You you never see it coming. So get comfortable with the money. And I mean not not like just paying your bills comfortable, but I mean really intimately comfortable. Think about whomever your significant other is or the last you had a significant other. How comfortable you were. Some people get real comfortable and they like, you know, all in each other's faces without brushing in the morning or they are like hey sweetie I'm getting ready while you you know do your business on the toilet whatever works okay picture that um but get intimately comfortable with your money Uh, a lot of people have like like deeply negative emotions surrounding money and if you're gonna make budgeting or um 
managing your finances, be they business or personal, you're going to have to get past limiting beliefs. I'm big on mindset. I'm big on speaking life and positivity and, you know, all that good stuff, concentric circles. I'm, I'm geeky. If you know me personally, you know that. But you have to get comfortable and your limiting beliefs. If you've never heard that term before, it's like you don't have enough. Um, like an example of one is like, oh, yeah. And you feel uncomfortable saying things like, yeah, I can't wait to have a six figure business or I'm going to be a millionaire. Some people feel comfortable because instantly in your mind, you start thinking like, well, I don't have enough experience to think I'm going to make six figures from, you know, making tutus or, or making, doing candy buffets or, you know, washing cars, whatever it is. But those limiting beliefs are constantly running in the background and they put a drain on your ability and your, your forward movement, basically your psyche. It affects all the aspects of the way you operate or think or believe. And I, I still struggle with that being a, um, uh, you know, the oldest of, you know, five girls, six children in total. I had an older brother who was murdered uh, when I was a teenager and money when it comes to money and me, I think of the cost to put and plan an impromptu um, funeral for a teenager, my senior year in high school with, you know, a, um, with graduation and prom and and cheerleading banquets and athletic banquets and tickets to purchase and so many different things um around money and I didn't realize I had these limiting beliefs really until I got married and I would totally freak out about spending money with my husband even when he was giving it to me and it wasn't even coming out of my wallet you know I look at cards to this day when people give me a greeting card like oh my god they could have got this from the dollar store $7.99 for a card but that's a limiting belief and you have to be careful about those and you got to be honest with yourself when you have them uh, because I know we're probably all big into quotes and probably more so since Instagram and Google days but you know Henry Ford has this quote that's been circulated for many many years and it basically says if you think you can or think you can't you're right and it's true it's true and that's how you get into the sunken place the limiting belief so getting comfortable with money all right so my philosophy is and on the process per radio and the people who ride with my tribe we think that if you can if you think you can make six figures then you'll have an easier time moving forward and taking action to reach that goal and if you think negatively same way if you think negatively about the goal and believe you don't have what it takes your motivation is going to wane and you'll talk yourself out of doing anything. You'll get stuck. You'll make excuses. You won't move forward. You'll be like researching for 10 years and it's the sunken place, <laughs> dead end sunken place. And, um, it's one of the things that you have to do while you're getting comfortable with money. I'll say this is kind of, you know, the second thing is to, Remember that your past does not represent your future. If you'd have told me a little girl born in Fifth Ward in Houston, Texas, literally in the same apartment complex where the ghetto boys were making music, where people were being stabbed outside, where the police station uh, on a street called Coke Street was in the housing community. If you would have told me that I would have gone to college, started a business, made six figures, sold one business, started another, worked from home, had a, I would have told you you were lying because 
my past and what I saw before me, no examples of a business owner, not within my reach, not in my bloodline, you know, maybe one. Successful families, yes, all wonderful middle-class working families, but the dreams and the crazy thoughts that I had, they were not tangible to me and I couldn't Google it and it wasn't on TV, right? So if you go back in your own memory bank, And you think about monetary, your monetary situation growing up. For some of us who had, you know, a plethora and parents were making it rain from birth till now, maybe you don't struggle with it. Maybe you do have some other limiting uh, money belief. I'm not sure. I'd love to hear that perspective. But most of us, when we think back to the memory bank, we have a situation, you know, even if it wasn't us personally, you know, questions like, that I'm asking you, did your parents talk about money? You know, were they always penny pension because funds were tight? Or um, did they, you know, just rack up piles of credit card debt, living above their means or buying cars that they really didn't need and couldn't afford that stressed them out and bills and first of the month were crazy, you know? So no matter what your personal situation is, it in that moment laid the foundation for how you think about money today. And maybe you don't realize that those memories are echoing quietly in the background. So as with any problem in life, you know, you by yourself without the process per radio, without a business, without a spouse, without trauma, without anything, just the thought, your mindset, you alone have the power to change the outcome. And when I say you alone, understand that I am a faith faith-filled woman. And I don't believe that I'm alone. I believe there's a higher power. I believe in, in God. I believe in Holy Spirit. I believe in anointing, all that good stuff. But the power that is given to you in whatever you believe, you, through choice, have the power to change the outcome. If you suffer from limiting, you know, money beliefs, I mean, hey, newsflash, everybody does, but you can still change your mindset but it requires taking action. So you can get a new result and have new memories to kind of, you know, void out or, you know, cancel out, like they used to say in math and algebra, that that negative belief. Um, your beliefs, you know, they're not right or wrong. So no judgment here. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're just simply your beliefs and your beliefs are true to you because it's your experience. But they become so ingrained in your mind that you've taken step and step and inched and inched deeper and deeper into the sunken place as it relates to money, your business, the role you need to play with managing it. Even if you hire someone else to manage it, you need to have it managed. Uh, so at any point, you know, you can make the effort to change your beliefs. It's, it's not enough to say, okay, oh yeah, I knew I want to change. You are so right. Let's do it, girl. I'm going to start today. No, you have to actively seek out ways to change your attitude about money today and make a habit about it. All right. All right. No, you say change it and how? Okay, cool. Now I'm not the, you know, the guru and Oprah hasn't sent me an invitation to do a super soul Sunday. However, again, This is how I changed mine, okay? So this is by me. I I do own the rights to these thoughts because they're mine. And I will say that the simplest way to really, really change your limiting beliefs and not let your past kind of frame your future is to turn all those beliefs into positive truths, okay? For instance, like if you think, I need an example, If you think earning money is evil, right? 
Some people do, like, seriously. Or you think money is bad, as they say, you know, money's the root of all evil, or, you know, people waste money, and, you know, money's changing, and people just focus too much on the money. All right, maybe because there's so much poverty in the world um, that, you know, that negative thought um, could just keep you stuck and headed in the sunken place. Or you can say, you know what? Me getting money can help me to do more for others. And I can do so much more when I have access and excess of resources. And I can do so much more and impact so many more people if I have the resource, the money, right? So instead of picturing yourself as like a greedy person that's just trying to focus on the money and not being authentic in yourself, think of all the things that money could do to help others or to leave a legacy or to build a business that employs a community. So in many cases, your your thoughts and those beliefs you know, tied to money, um, just, you can flip them. You can flip them. Just spin it as they will. Political spin. Be Olivia Pope of your own negative thoughts about money. All right? And at the end, you know, you'll focus more so on the good that you can do when you are better, um, uh, equipped with resources when you are trained so that if you do get resources in the future, you know how to manage it, how to diversify it, how to multiply it, all that good stuff. And it takes the stress away. So um, if you haven't, you know, no plug here, but one of my friends, actually my mentor, and she's on one of our segments, uh, Sharice B. Uh, she mentioned to me one time, uh, she sent me a link to this book on YouTube that I list, that I could listen to that says, you are a badass. And it's something, you know, you you're a badass moneymaker. And I literally, you know, in maybe three days in my commute to the office, uh, I listened to it. And she totally hit on some amazing examples of how limiting money beliefs um, fuel us. And we don't even know they're there. So if you have time and you want to listen to somebody else and you're done with this, you know, listen to what I listen to. You are a badass. Uh, it's a little yellow book and a, it's an audio book. You know, it's not like, you know, Yale, Harvard type vocabulary. But it was definitely a good listen a good a good read and it was very comical because you know she curses about as much as I do so I can dig it okay back to back 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 to our 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 sunken place getting out of the sunken place all right so here are like I said some 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 common things that we tell ourselves and I want you to try to flip it all right so for example it takes a lot of money to start a business yeah that seems like it's simple but you will not do anything because you'll be like oh I don't have the money for a website I don't have the money to market. You know, Facebook forward slash your name here is a website, okay? Or as they say. (laughs) So, you know, try to say things like, you know what? Starting a business gives me the freedom to earn unlimited amounts of money and I can choose when I want to work, right? So, yeah, it is factual that it, for some cases or in some cases, it takes a lot of money, but in some cases, it doesn't. You could have a lucrative dog walking business. That's free. You just got to be in shape and have some tennis shoes and a leash. That's it, right? All right. Uh, Another limiting belief that I want to help spin. All right. For example, I have to work hard for money. Yeah, in essence, but you can say, wow, I get to do what I love. I get to help others and I'm rewarded with a big profit. Same thing, different spin to really get you out of the sunken place, all right? Another one we might think. I can't control how much money I make. All right, flip that and say, I am in full control of my life. And I make, you know, intentional actions to make it 
exactly what I want. I'm in full control of my life and I take actions to make outcomes or make amounts of money that I wish. Whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. All right. Another example. Last one. And then I'll move on. All right. Well, money can't buy me happiness becomes money really will allow me to improve the quality of my life. Not just for me, but for those I love and care about. Right. So change that energy it's just energy it flows back and forth it's constantly moving and someone's letting it go for it to be taken from someone else to let it go to continue that cycle that's all it is and it's an exchange of energy it's an exchange of currency and I talk about that also in the charge your worth right so you get the idea you know take the negative talk and turn it into positive talk to combat any like fear or ickiness as it relates to money you know some people don't even like to ask for their money when they got an outdo over or overdue invoice. My husband was telling me that he did some consulting work for a company that shall remain nameless, but they were providing a service and had not checked the books to even know that they were servicing this client every week or every month or on a, a, a consistent schedule. And that particular customer was five years behind on invoice. Now, thank God it was a company big enough to where one customer who doesn't pay for five years didn't kill the business. I mean, hello, business goals, but It doesn't make it right, and it still yields that big company into a sunken place because they're not even aware that they're servicing someone who doesn't even value their business agreement and contractual obligation. So that's just a real-life example. So, um, you know, some people believe in the power of journaling to, like, write negative beliefs so you can kind of release them and go, wow, I had no idea that I thought that way, and that'll make room for more positivity. But I don't even believe in journaling the negative things. I think if you want to recount things that you remember as it pertains to money. For some people, money is painful. I have friends who are going through divorce and in an instant they had one lifestyle and then five minutes later they had a different one. So they're just like, oh, money, you know, it's a, it's that thing where you can't take it with you. You can't, you know, money ain't everything. No, it's not. But is that truly your your belief or did your experience limit you into moving past that? Because like I said in tip two, your past is not your future. So it's all connected, right? So anything that will help you just balance the negative thoughts about money and budgeting in your business or your personal life with a new belief that will improve your reference or improve your memory so that you can kind of dissolve all those mind blocks that you have okay uh you know if you if you need a reminder of positive thoughts you know make a copy of like your favorite quote like the one I, I opened with at the segment the Henry Ford you know post it in your office post it in your in your visor in your car so when you flip it down you see it whatever it is that will inspire you and remind you that you can reach your goals money money is the flow of energy and when we stop thinking about it as being this unattainable thing or this thing that we can't hold can't hold on to or whatever your mindset is you know just let's just outline it so that you can you can reach the real goal that you want you know I don't call myself a master or some type of sensei at breaking through negative money blocks and mindsets but I do do monthly workshops on this subject and it's because I believe that when you break the like the money mindset and the blocks in your daily activity instead of just thinking it's going to happen one day when you sit down with me um it's far-fetched you have to 
have someone teach you the way to, you know, change your thoughts or reprogram that, 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 you know, that data, that cloud in your head that just downloads everything. And, you know, it allows you to stumble and sometimes just plummet into the sunken place. But as you achieve and move towards new levels of success, the conversation has to change. The behavior has to change. Your awareness of the things that you're not strong in has to change. So when I say focus on the numbers and get to the budgeting, it doesn't have to be you. You don't have to physically do it, but you need to employ and or empower people that you trust to show you what you need to know so that you're aware and you're mindful so that you know and have a gauge of how how well you're doing or how not um before it's too late so i mean you're not alone you know we've all been there and the key to how you handle this sunken place is just handling the negative mind thoughts and the behaviors of that avoidance uh that i talked about in that psychology example that's gonna make the difference in 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 your success and your failure it did for me and i feel that you know what happens when you change your mindset is like you take the fear of money out the equation you feel more in control of your business you see new opportunities you don't feel like they're unattainable uh, things like doing a project with a with a new partner that you might have missed in the past because you were so focused on the money, you know, um, you might improve your self-esteem and your mood will change. And that oftentimes leads to an increase in your motivation. So you work more productively and more freely so you can create and solve problems and keep your blood pressure low and remember to eat and not be snappy with your kids or your staff. It all comes together. So if you want to create, you know, a signature product and you'll feel confident with your ideas, your content flows easy, it's natural, it's quick. And just all good things come from breaking through negative thoughts and primarily negative thoughts about one, yourself, two, your money, and three, you know, it's kind of like that imposter syndrome. Like, I'm too nervous to put it out there because I'm calling myself this pro or this professional or this guru. And, you know, what, what if I'm not, you know, those are the biggest hindrances. And once you can get past that, you can accomplish anything, but it's a process. Hello. The Process Pro Radio, that's how I was born. So I appreciate you listening to me today. I just want to remind you that, you know, breaking through limiting money beliefs, it allows you to take real action to create the life of your dreams, to to have extra and excess and not check to check and, you know, feeling like you have no resources or feeling trapped in your nine to five. You're not trapped. That's a means of, of providing for your family and getting to where you are. But the way you think about it and and being able to plan and project even if you work your job you may not want to start your business until retirement you still got to know the difference between what your business can produce and what your social security is going to get all that good stuff so get out of the sunken place you know if you're watching your life pass you by just don't settle realize that your life is like a scene in the movie and it's like groundhog day like the same thing will happen every single day if you don't get out of the sunken place. So, you know, I believe you're going to have a positive shift. I believe it's possible. If you really want to get help and you like listening to this and you like the feelings and or you are applying the steps that I'm talking about on the Process Pro radio show, if you're listening to the podcast, whatever. If you feel that positive shift, then you are connected to me because what I went through was for somebody. So, yes, I do have a business 
outside of, you know, this podcast and the blogs. Yes, I do run something else, but we all are assigned to a bigger purpose and calling. And for me, it's coaching. It's coaching small businesses. It's coaching free thinkers and creative people who really need to hone in on their processes. So I think that doing that, getting out of the sunken place will bring about great changes, but you have to want it. You have to want it. So I hope so. I hope you do. Thank you so much for spending tonight with me. It is May 15, 2018. I may jump in a couple more times this month. Again, this is a very busy event, wedding, graduation, white party, summer explosion, celebratory banquet, athletic banquets. They are kicking my butt in the event world. But for my supporters for my subscribers I had to give you some new content so thank you so much for listening I am your host author entrepreneur and small business coach new Epps signing off keep listening share with a friend and call in and talk to me so I can feature you on this episode thanks <laughs>